you came out tonight early, aggressive. What was different for you tonight in terms of just setting the tone with your game in this game? Ball. 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 This is Orange Ball Juice, the show where I make my two teenage sons co-host a basketball podcast with me so they can tell their dad what to think about the NBA and hopefully help me win my fantasy pool. So, without further ado... Ball. Welcome to Orange Ball Juice, always fresh, never toxic, b-ball blabber. My name is Brooks, and as always, I'm joined by my two household NBA analysts, my teenage sons, Spency G and Marky Man. How you doing, Marky? Good. And Spency, how are you? Pretty good. Great. So this is our very last episode for the 2022-2023 season. I believe it's our 37th consecutive episode. We're uh, recording a little late this week. Uh, we're recording on a Tuesday. Usually we record Sundays, but uh, that's how it worked out. So anyway, our, our listeners had to wait a little bit longer for this one, but that's okay. We're glad you're with us. Um, and uh, as you all know, if you're a basketball fan, the you know we had the draft uh, and we've had some trades so why don't we uh, look back at that? I'm going to put you guys on the spot here and ask you for some highlights that was awesome. and lowlights. Come on, dude. All right. So in the last week, as I just said, you know, there was the draft, um, lots of, you know, things that were expected that happened in the draft and some maybe some things that weren't expected. And there's also been a lot of trades. So if I was going to to put you on the spot, Spency, and ask you for your highlight from the past week, what would it be? Mm. Um, I think my highlight would be the Wizards. I think of any team in this whole like trade situation, they definitely got the the best um, coming in. They, I mean, all they had to do was trade Chris Paul. Um, who they were most likely going to waive anyways. And they got rid of um, Porzingis. Yep. Who, to be honest, probably didn't want to be on the team anyways. Yeah. And was, you know, not... Like, he's pretty good, but obviously probably wasn't very happy on the Wizards. Yeah. And, like, they're just building for their future. Yeah. They got uh, Jordan Poole for next nothing. For Chris Paul. Chris Paul's, what, 38? Yeah. Chris Paul's got... I'm one more year of being pretty solid. Yeah. And they got Jordan Pohl, who I think there's just some chemistry problems on the Warriors, but now, like, I think a lot of talent. Um, he's, I think he has, still has a bright future, and plus, like, a ton of picks. Yeah. And yeah. also a lot of really young players as well. Yeah, I think they were, obviously, they, they blew up the, what, the, the team that they had. <laughs> they got rid of, you know, a, a, anybody who has name recognition on that team, you know, Beal's gone, Persingas is gone, I guess uh, Kuzma's gone, uh, you know, wasn't uh, Rui Hachimura on the Wizards too yep. before he went to the Lakers. So the old team's gone, but as you say, Jordan Poole is, I guess, the team leader of potentially of the future yeah. um, to build around. Tyus Jones is a great player. I really yep. like Tyus Jones as yep. well. And as you say, a bunch of other guys and then a bunch of um, – you know, future picks. So, yeah, yeah. I think that's a good. I think that's a good pick for a highlight. Unconventional. Um, 
I thought you were just going to say Wemby, but I mean, that's the obvious choice. Well, I mean, I, that's I, a highlight for everyone. It's, it's kind of, yeah. it's, it's, you know, uh, and so Marky man, what would you, what's as far as trades and drafts, what's your low light? Um, well, it's kind of like I, my low light personally is the Warriors. I don't think like just bringing Chris Paul on the team mm-hmm. is going to do much for them. Like it, like I guess Chris Paul's coming off the bench yeah. And I don't think he should be coming off the bench like on any other team because I think like he he comes off strong. He's a floor general, right? Yeah. So he I, he's definitely helps in letting games uh, not get out of hand early. Yeah. So I, I yeah him coming off the bench would be weird to me, but I guess he has to or, or like it's just going to be a, a weird dynamic. And I, I think they're just trying to bring him bring him in for one more championship. Yeah, I think that's like, part of it. I, I, I think the other part of it is probably like they did. They, I mean, obviously they, Jordan Poole, they're like he's not going to fit on this team, and they gave him a bunch of money, and yeah. they wanted to just like offload that yeah. um, salary. I, um, I think it could for sure be like they just like tried to get rid of Jordan Poole, and yeah. like just like just get somebody like get the best they could out of it. Yeah, and you know. I, I definitely do think they wanted Jordan like they had not they don't want anything to do with Jordan Poole. Well, clearly, yeah. yeah. I mean, after giving him so much money and then everything just kind of fell apart with the fight with Draymond and you know, we all saw the highlight of Steph throwing his mouthpiece and getting a technical after after um, you know, after he took a questionable shot. Yeah. Um, he's not reliable with the ball. I mean, he's skilled and, and you know, he's still young and he's you know, his ceiling is really high. Yeah. So maybe what he needs is just to be somewhere else. Like, I think it's good for him to be off that team. Uh, yeah. I feel like the wizards are probably going to have like a talk with him. Yeah. And like, say like, this is a, like they're, I think they want to start it off early that yeah. it's going to be a disciplined team. I think yeah. that's what they should do. Yeah. I don't think they should let, let the players let like do whatever they want. Like the Houston Rockets with like Jalen green and Porter jr. Just putting up whatever they want. <laughs> Yeah, I, I so, think anyway, but it's I think it shows a new direction, a new a new philosophy for that team, and I think it's interesting. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people are kind of I think pretty skeptical about Chris Paul and w- what the Warriors are really doing, but maybe it is a matter of, uh, you know, they have faith in some of their other, you know, younger guys, but they just got older. But again, they also they got older, but then again, they're they're more set up for the future because I think they just shed a big yeah. Like they have more flexibility, let's put it that way, for their what their future holds. But I, it seems like if you're going to bring Chris Paul to your team and you're going to do that, then you, you better try to win, right? Yeah. yeah. So, although they don't, they seem to need, like, you know, who knows? Maybe Clay comes back next year and is really good again. Um, it seems like they need size. Draymond, maybe, like, he becomes a free agent, right? Yeah. So, yeah. I guess we don't know. I mean, yeah. I, I'm, I'm sure that he's going back to the Warriors, though. I don't think he he wants to go anywhere else. Yeah, it's hard to say. Um, so why don't we just quickly talk about um, the draft? Um, obviously, uh, Victor Wembanyama goes to the Spurs, which everybody knew was going to happen. And then he had, you know, he had a uh, a dinner. I don't know if you guys saw that article where uh-huh. he. So he went to dinner with um, Tim Duncan and David Robinson and 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 Ginobili. So the legends of the recent legends of the Spurs took him out and kind of brought him into the club and gave him the talk. 
And so what do you think? Do you think, I mean, there's so much hype around this guy. There's so much. You, is he going to live up to the hype? Is he going to be, is he going to change the Spurs? Are they, are they suddenly maybe not contenders to win at all, but are they making the playoffs? Like what, what, what does this yeah. mean? Um, I don't think they're going to make the playoffs this year. Mm-hmm. I think people are like really blowing how, out of proportion how much him, his individual impact with no changes is going to do. Yeah, they'll probably be a bit better, but yeah. I think what it really means is that the Spurs are going to try to build a real team around him. Yeah, for and sure. so if anything, he's like a magnet. Yeah, for a good team. Yeah, and I think he should be so happy that of all the bottom feeders, he got to go to a franchise that actually is like a good franchise. Yeah. With a winning tradition, winning tradition ran pretty recent too. Yeah. So like if he had gone to Charlotte, it's like you, you all. Yeah. Yeah. And then I would be, yeah. If he'd gone to Charlotte or something, it'd be a concern because yeah, they have never found a formula to build, build a a winner. And in fact, I think I was reading that um, the last time they had a season as bad as last season's was the year before they drafted Tim Duncan. So it's a very analogous mm-hmm. situation. And Popovich is the coach, right? So, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, he's getting up there, but he's exactly the steady, like, basketball mind. And apparently, yeah. from what I've heard, Wemby's a pretty smart, mature guy. Yeah, he, he seems very smart and definitely seems to not be a risk for any drama rantness or anything <laughs> yeah, like that. Yeah. I mean, I, I have like one of a little bit of doubt because everyone's saying like the Spurs know how to develop big men. Mm-hmm. It's like Victor Rambayana is seven feet four, but he's not really a big man. Like he's yeah. not going to be like posting guys up. Like that's just not going to happen. He's going to be shooting mid ranges and he'll get, he'll obviously get dunks and I think like fast break points and stuff, but and tons of rebounds. Obviously. He's a yeah. complete, like the NBA hasn't never seen anybody like him. Yeah. I think it's good that he's going to the Spurs. I think they can, de- they could probably develop him, but like r- realistically, like he's not a big man and like, they're yeah. just going to have to figure it out because like him sure. going to any sure. team, like he's, he's just, a, he's, he's a, a completely uni- new well, yeah. type he, he's player. He's a unicorn. Uh, he's a different type of player. And I, I think, yeah, I mean, I think he's the 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 poster child for the weirdness of the NBA in in so many ways, and because of all the European players coming in, and like, yeah, gigantic, tall dudes that have amazing shooting skills, which is not a traditional skill set. And but you know, we just saw you know a championship led by Jokic, who is also his own kind of special, weird, unique player as well yeah, as yeah. a center. So I think, like, yes, I agree with you. He's not um, a typical big man, and but probably, uh, probably a good. Pro- nonetheless, probably it's good for him to be in a system like that with a very steady, you know, brilliant coach who's been around a lot. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, I think I think you're right, Spencer. It's gonna be a magnet. I think he's going. I think. We'll see how it shakes out this season, but suddenly it's like when you have a player like that, oh, you, now yeah, maybe other players are going to be more wanting mm-hmm. to go to go there because they can see the future, the the potential for the future. So, what did you think about the whole moving off of of the number one pick, the two and three? So, obviously, Charlotte picked Brandon Miller, and then Portland uh, uh, picked picked Scoot Henderson. 
And so there was some debate as to who was going to go second and third. Do you think Charlotte made the right choice? I mean, I, I don't know. I don't think they could have really gone too wrong either way. Yeah. Although the only thing I'd just be nervous about is potential controversy with Brandon Miller and yeah. the them being the Hornets. I was almost like, it's kind of crazy if they draft him just based on all the like insane crap that's gone on in Charlotte. Yeah. yeah. All the horrible things. Um, yeah. Or maybe there's comfortable with those kinds of, those kinds of yeah. scenarios. So, well, I don't know if you heard that it was their manager, the, the clip from the manager who was interviewed and he was like, they just straight up asked him like, it was just a simple question. Like, so why did you draft Brandon Miller like over Scoot or whatever it was? Mm-hmm. And he basically just, stammered his way through the answer and didn't give a clear answer mm-hmm. he was like yeah like he just started babbling and so it really yeah. freaked everybody out because it was kind of like you don't have a ready answer for that like well, to it, say in the press i i find it like weird because it apparently like skewed henderson like cooked everybody in like the draft combine right and like in the rookie game he was like the best one there yeah and people started to think like Scoot is going to go too. Like, yeah. it was starting to change. But then, yeah, it's like, it is it is strange. I, I do think Skew should have gone second. I don't actually, yeah. like, it makes doesn't really make sense to me. I, I had a feeling that he was going to go second. And I have a feeling if it was any other team, maybe he would have gone second. Yeah, maybe. I mean, there's, it seems to be a lot of, the other the other aspect that I've heard people discuss is this whole idea of, What's your if you're a if you're a general manager in the NBA? Do you and or in any sport really? But we're talking basketball. So, if you have an opportunity to draft the best player available, do you always do it, or do you take the fit in your team into consideration? I in the think moment? you take the best player if they're clearly the best player. If it's in a situation where Miller and Scoot are like pretty much at the same level, mm-hmm. then I think you start to look at, you know, who would maybe fit into your team better. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it's like, let's say the Spurs had Anthony Davis yeah. and no one else. Are they going to really draft Scoot Henderson instead of Wemby? Like, probably not. I think if there's like a clear difference, then. Yeah the best player because you know i mean in football it's more extreme um because there's so many right. different positional players and stuff and it's like oh if you have like a good quarterback set up some some would say don't draft a quarterback but another person another person would say no well if that's the best available player you draft him and worry about it later you know yeah you worry about how you're going to exactly. move them off the team or what you're exactly because you, you, you can trade you can, can trade, there's things yeah. you can do in the future um what do you think, Marky Man? Would you always draft the better player, or would you give some consideration to how they fit on the team? Yeah, I don't know because, like, if it's it's tough. I I really just think it depends. Sure, because it's also a matter of. I mean, you never think this if you're an NBA team because, like, you don't you don't really care what happens to any other team, but. Mm-hmm. If 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 you see the like if there if there's if you think there's an opportunity for the best player to have a better fit somewhere else and like to develop better, I mean like, you know, I guess it take 
like I guess it might actually affect the best player if you just you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I yeah, I don't it's But you're let's say for whatever reason that the Nuggets <laughs> somehow had the first overall pick, they're not gonna go, We're not taking Wembanyama yeah. because we already have a center. Like they're not like no one's exactly. when it's a player of that magnitude, obviously you're just like we've yeah. taken the guy, it doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. But there yeah, there's that fine line. And there is there's also the thing of like you know, some usually these top players, like, you know, one through five, there is an expectation as rookies, like contribute mm-hmm. now. Like you're like, yeah. we think you're good enough, especially on these teams that aren't doing so well. It's like, you're, you're playing next yeah. year. You know, you're not like some guy that's like pick 30. That's like, maybe he's going to work out in five years or three years or two yeah. years. Like, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's a different situation. Right. So these guys are to some degree expected to contribute like pretty much right away. Yeah. Um, what did you think of uh, the Thompson twins? I was I was actually shocked that they went four and five. They were not projected to go four and yeah. five. They were projected yeah. to go like six and eight or something. I mm-hmm. thought one of them was like at least ten spots lower than the other one. No, it wasn't ten. It was it was more of like a I think a three spot difference. But four and five, I don't think anyone was expecting that. Right. Yeah. Uh, it's I find it like really. Like they could end up being great, or they could end up like sucking because they're from this new league called Overtime Elite, right. and there's like yeah. all different. There's like I'm pretty sure there's like college players and there's high school players. Yeah, so it's it is high level competition. Like they are good teams, but like they're just this new league. So I don't. It's like really hard to like. Hard to assess, predict yeah. what yeah. what is how they're going to play. I mean, they're. I definitely think they need time to develop because I don't think they can shoot that well. They're like freak athletes. Yeah. So do you think they'll ever end up on the same team? Do you think somebody's trying to do that? Like the city? I don't know if you know about the Sedin yeah. twins in hockey, and yeah. for the Canucks, like the, you know their twin twin brothers that ended up on the same team and they played together. Like yeah, because well they, yeah, I think considering both of them were already playing on the same team. Like, maybe. It is definitely interesting that they went back-to-back back because it almost feels like people are looking as, an, as the exact same player. Yeah, may, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. well, I mean, honestly, if they're on the same team, there's going to be so many mistakes. Like, they're identical <laughs> twins. Like, yeah. how are you even supposed to know? Like, if, like, I mean, I guess... Well, they have different numbers. And they'll be playing a different position. Is there going to be like, is there, I guess their last name is just going to be Thompson. There's not going to be like. One and two. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But not the first, not the second, but like literally, or A and B. Yeah. Thompson A and Thompson B. Because they're both A Thompson too. So that's. So maybe they have to use your middle name or something. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? But I think, yeah, I mean, I think, or I mean, if, if that's the calculus that they should play together. I mean, this is so weird. They probably won't, but if maybe at the end of their careers or something, but maybe that could be a factor where people think that they want to play together yeah. and they 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 want to end up on the same team. So then, if he, if one team has them and then another team gets the next guy, then it's sort of like, yeah. Well, how mm-hmm. bad do you want this other one? Yeah, you know, yeah. it's sort of like, yeah. How, what are you willing to give up to get both of these guys on your team? It's also like so brutal. Like, what if? Like a man Thompson becomes like one of the best players in the league, and then a Sarge ends up sucking. Yeah, like that's yeah. like, like what's that, wrong with you? You're identical twins. Yeah, or like they're both on the same team, and one of them gets waved, and it's yeah. just like 
It's super sad. Oh, we've seen. I mean, there's brothers on teams and stuff, and there's a little set. Usually, Seth, there's Seth and stuff. yeah, and like one guy is better than the other, and that's fine. But it is pretty interesting, and it's pretty uh, an amazing thing. So the last thing we should talk about as far I mean, I don't know if there's anything else. Apparently, every uh, a lot of people are saying uh, that the Mavericks did really well in the draft, considering their current situation, and they. Um, um, anyway, we won't get into that, but that's good for them. I hope because uh, um, they got um, a couple of they got. I think they managed to trade up to hire. Um, they got the twelfth pick from the Thunder. Um, so they, they managed to kind of, and then they got the 24th from the Kings. So they managed to, they yeah. managed to move their way up. Um, but anyway, we might as well talk about the Raptors, uh, pick, um, Grady Dick already made, made a big splash, at least, uh, in the media and on TikTok and on Instagram, oh. if not on the court. So what do you think is, is, is Grady Dick what the Raptors need? Mark yeah, I, I think so. Honestly. Yeah. He's like what? He's he's huge. Like isn't he like six eight? Yeah, he's six, six eight, eight or six nine or something like that. Yeah, he's huge. But he's he's not he's not big, but he's only nineteen. Yeah, right? he's and he can shoot. Yeah. I don't like I mean we love we seem to love guys who are six eight, but he, he kind of is like a point guard type guy. Yeah. He was like yeah, he was the best player on Kansas. He, I mean he he's got a lot but of He only did one a, year of college before yeah. declaring for the draft. So he's obviously considered very good to to be drafted mm-hmm. that high as a nineteen year old in the NBA, and he's a yeah he's a fu- pretty funny guy it seems. So yeah. I, apparently the knock on him is defense, but that could improve. You never yeah. Know. I mean, like, like that's can, always that they always say that when it's kind of like a skinnier guy who's yeah. like taller, but you never know. Yeah, it's also like that. I mean, it is a uh, you know it's something that you can develop. Yeah. Um, oh. Merlin just did a our dog Merlin just did a little cameo just poked his head in here to check out what's going on for the for the last episode of the season. Well, yeah, so I think it's good to bring in a, a pure like a shooter, somebody who can hit from three, who's very efficient. I kind of even though he's young, I kind of feel like they're he's probably going to play. A bit I think next he's going to play a lot. So we'll see oh, yeah. how that goes. He's obviously confident. I've heard that he's like a high effort kind of high energy mm-hmm. guy too. Yeah, so that's good. I need that. Uh, we, we, we'll take as much of that as we can. And it looks like, you know, we'll talk Raptors in a bit, but it just looks like a, a, a fun kind of, uh, a fun kind of thing. Um, he, it's, it's going to be fun. I hope it's not too fun. Cause like one thing that concerns me, you know, you see it with Scotty is like certain players, they come, they make this huge impression, this huge splash. And like, they get a million endorsement deals cause they got this great personality and everybody loves them. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I just want it to like translate to success on the court. Yeah. You know, I don't care how hilarious he is on TikTok. I know that's great for yeah. the kids, but you know, I don't care. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't, Yeah. So, but, but yeah. you know, at the same time, it's great. I love, you know, if he's got a big personality, he's a fun guy. Great. Yeah. I mean, hopefully, Hopefully, just that will just bring some good energy to the Raptors. Yeah, we do need some good energy. Yeah, next going into next season. But yeah, I mean, if he sucks, like that's just like like okay. Like then now. Yeah, if he just, sucks, then yeah. obviously it's just whatever. But I mean, you could say that. You could say that with with anybody. Anybody could be a bust. Yeah. Um, and we've like how many guys lately? You know, I think we've seen 
these later picks that have turned into these like amazing. Mm -hmm. I mean, obviously, Jokic. What was he? Fourteenth pick. Jokic was uh, forty-two. Oh, was he that far down? Yeah, he's, yeah. he was a second-round pick. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, now that's like absurd. Like you can never, you could never predict mm -hmm. such a thing with somebody like that. But, um. And even you know, Kawhi Leonard was fifteenth overall. I think. Yeah, um, like there's, there's guys swear, that are far down that just. Yeah. I think the NBA and teams in general are better at unlocking people's potential, mm -hmm. and I think um, it's a little messier than it used to be. And with all, like a lot of European players coming in too, um, I think so, so that makes it really interesting. I, this rookie class has potential to be, I think, one of the best in a long time like yeah effectively like i saw people saying there's basically three number one picks in this draft like wemby is almost on another level yeah and then well he's like generational exactly. style and because he's seven foot four and he can shoot and stuff and you're like it's, everybody's uh, it's just like, like yeah. who is this freak yeah that's inevitable that's gonna happen yeah. and then miller and henderson are like tra both traditional number one picks yeah so it's like yeah so and the pick that means the picks following them are basically valued higher almost yeah yeah i also know that like um like d1 athletes have been like had a chance of like making the nba like two years before mm -hmm. and but they like they they didn't they didn't they do a few more years of college and it completely backfired on them because yeah. of how mm -hmm. like packed drafts are starting to get like talent is just or just, like yeah skill is just like yeah it's just more, it's just getting better and better yeah, and guys are like, that's it's yeah, getting way harder. Well, there's like, and yeah, and there's just more like it's there's more players. It's a too. global yeah, game, like, you know. Like look, there's you know in the top fifteen, there's like two guys from France, including Wemby. There's way more guys coming from from Europe. France seems to be really basketball yeah. crazy lately. You know, there's no I don't know who the highest Canadian was if there was one in the first two there, rounds, but yeah, but you know, Canadians are. You know, I, more and more and more, there's going to be more Canadians in the league. There's going to be more Europeans in the league, um, pro and more Africans. And you know, I'm sure, I've, you know, eventually there are some Asians in the league, but more Asians in the league too. Like, yeah. so it's it's just a global, it's just a global game, and I think it's just going to keep going. Yeah, and the, the level of competition will keep going up. Yeah. And there's more. It's it's like so different than when I was a kid. Like, literally, the only path was the NCAA. Yeah. And the odd time something, you know, there'd be some weird yeah. undrafted player or yeah. something like that. But now it's like, yeah, all these different leagues. Yeah. It's so um, confusing. I, um, it must be so crazy to be a scout these days. Yeah. Well, it's also like, like, yeah, there's this, yeah, there's this new overtime elite league that just like was made. And like guys are like coming out of high school, going to the G League. Yeah. Like there's more options from high school. They're going overseas or yeah. going, you know, so... There's well, it's, so, it's so good to more. do that rather than the situation where it used to be like, oh, this kid's great, but he's not like maybe he's not cut out to be in college or for whatever reason. Um, and OK, well, do we have to like get him into some school just by the skin of his teeth just so that he can declare for the draft after a year? Or, yeah, well, like how create other like pro leagues yeah. that yeah. they can just develop Make some as money players. before the NBA. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about uh, some of these other some of these other trades. <clears throat> so, what do you think about the whole deal with the Celtics? Like, they're stupid. Yeah, that was that was kind of weird. Why did the Celtics think they need to get rid of Marcus Smart of anyone? Like, why is he the problem? I don't I mean, think they viewed him as a problem. 
I think they really want it. They, I think they, who, yeah, it's, it's just, I don't know. I, I mean, Marcus Smart was definitely not up to par for a big chunk of the playoffs. He was and, also hurt for a while, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, like he was, yeah. Yeah. He wasn't anything special. But he's been like a huge he's, part of that exactly. team and they've been it's so like, good. Yeah. And I, like, poor Zingas. I think they're just weird. not, it sounds like they're not confident in, like, the front court, basically, between. Yeah. And so it's like Przingis was like their plan to, I suppose you know, to to make that better. I but just I think a lot of people like that might mess with team chemistry too. It, it totally yeah. might. And well, Porzingis, I don't think he's necessarily. If you want better chemistry, you don't put Porzingis on the team. Like he's I, I don't been, think they're looking for more chemistry. They're just looking for like well, some, they're like, just looking for his skill set. But well, do they need that? Like Marcus Smart is like the guy is loud and is yeah, like he won the, the hustle player he, award. Like yeah. I just find it so strange that they got rid of such a defensive, like such a yeah, good defensive. Seems, it player. seems weird. Yeah. Other maybe unless they were worried yeah, about salary or who knows what. Because I, I don't I think know. Porzingis has a pretty decent contract. Like, I, and he's also like he hasn't been very good. No, he's like in recent years. Yeah, he's almost like he should be more of a center, but he's not for some reason. Yeah, he's, he's like 7-1, like, and he's like a power oh, he's, I think he's 7-3. Seven, 7-3, three. Seven, three? yeah, like what? He's skinny. He's like, he's... It's a, that was a seven, weird... 7-3, come on. Yeah, no, he's, he's oh, gigantic. He yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Well, because, I mean, Alf Horford's getting old, and then Robert Williams is gets hurt all the time, so I think they're... Yeah, I think they need... a. I think a classic center would have been a better better play because anyone yeah, will go to the Celtics, right? Yeah, it seems like he may not have been their first choice, but I don't know. We don't need to go too deep on that. But the flip side of it, everyone seems to think like Marcus Smart fits perfectly on the Grizzlies. It's like oh, yeah. he's the, like exactly like the style of play, like the scrappy, yeah. you know, defensive minded and smart. Yeah, you don't have Dylan Brooks anywhere now. You got Marcus Smart. Just bringing them up, a more mature, more mature, brat. and just like tough, yeah, like, you know, and better. Like let's be honest, yeah. like he's just so much of a better player, yeah. right? So that shores them up probably at point guard while you know Morant serves his suspension, and then when he comes back, it's still okay, you know. Yeah. Um, and if they're healthy, like suddenly they look pretty good next year, you know, if they can kind of weather the storm and not lose too many of those games with yeah. Moran out, which How I many think they Moran's should, like 30, 20, 25 30, games. 25. Yeah. So, which is still, that's in the NBA. That's a lot of games. That's like the, that's yeah, almost, that, that's like almost yeah. a third of the season. Right. Yeah. Or is it exactly a third? of the No. Season? Well, third would be is, How many 25 games is a third of 75, 82 no, games. It's 82, so, it's just, so it's just right. short. So, and you know, players often don't play that many. No, like very few players actually play eighty-two games now. So it's closer to, to being like it's. Uh, you know, if he doesn't get injured, it'll almost be like. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, so I mean, whatever. So we already talked about the Warriors, Chris Paul thing. That's a bit weird. Um, you know, the Grizzlies. Although they did, you know, the, they they no Tyus Jones either. So, but yeah. you know they. No, no, Dylan Brooks left. Tyus Jones now left, but they got Marcus Smart. I think that's a pretty, um, it's pretty, pretty sweet. Um, we talked about, you know, um, 
we talked about uh, pool ending up on the uh, on the on the Wizards. So that's that's obviously we talked about them. Um, so the Mavericks got uh, um, Rashawn. How do you say it? Rashawn Holmes. Rashawn. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then they get Derek Lively, the second with the twelfth pick, and uh, Olivier Maxence Prosper or Prospe. I don't know if he's French. Uh, with the twenty fourth pick, uh, and they got rid of uh, Bertans. Is that how you say his name? Davis Bertans. Davis Bertans and Kaysen Wallace with the tenth pick. Yeah. So they traded the pick. I guess they traded the tenth pick yeah. to get two first round picks. Yeah. Sounds like a completely useless trade that will barely affect both teams. Yeah, yeah. but, well, they got two guys. I mean, everybody um, seems to think that they did pretty good on draft night with those guys. And, uh, yeah, I mean, and, yeah, I don't know. There weren't too many other big trades. Like, I think we've covered all the big names. So let's, um, I think uh, we, we've covered most of the trades and most of the interesting things about the draft. So I think it's time to take a whiff and see what's cooking in uh, Chef Pasquale's kitchen. Ciao, I'm Pasquale. Welcome to my kitchen. In this house, we call Pascal Siakam Chef Pasquale because spicy pea is what happens when you go to the toilet after chopping jalapenos. All right, so we talked about Grady Dick. Everybody seems pretty happy about that as a draft choice. Um, what else is there to be happy about in Raptor land right now, Spencer? Um, it seems like we're keeping the team together, supposedly, mm-hmm. um, which I, I, I'm happy about. And, yeah, I mean, I, it does feel like we're going to be going in with some good vibes. I think Freddie's going to be happy if we give him his contract. We got some new fun energy on the team. Yeah, I I say, I I think we should really keep Siakam. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, like, well yeah. what I was saying to Spencer earlier is like, it sounds like Masai is just simply like, yeah, he would he everything's on the table. He would have moved Siakam. He would have moved Freddie. He, and he still might, but at the end of the day, that he better get we better get good stuff coming yeah, back. That's, and if exactly. they don't, we're not just getting rid of them for the sake of yeah, getting exactly. rid of them. Like, like teams are throwing garbage at us. Yeah. It's like, no. If it doesn't make us better, then why do it? You know, like, it's not a desperation situation, exactly. if, especially if the players aren't unhappy and they're willing to play here. Like, it seems like the players do have some loyalty yeah. to Masai and do like playing in Toronto. So um, there's, yeah. you know, we were talking to Freddie on his podcast. Um, shout out to uh, the Confederacy of Dunks on Raptors Republic. Uh, you know, he's, he's more tapped into the whole like Freddie haters <laughs> ecosystem online and yeah, I, sure. I mean, fine. And it's, and hate him. But again, like there's only so many point guards to go around, you know, mm-hmm. and he is without a doubt our best ball handler and yeah. like option to do that. Yeah. So unless there's a big plan to bring in somebody else or get somebody else to, to be the, mm-hmm you know, the floor general, like you say, Marcus, then what, what are we going to do? And he still might walk, you know, there's the rumors he was offered by what the Rockets two years, 80 million, a shorter term deal, um, which the Raptors could match or offer him like 
less money per year but a longer deal, which he might prefer. Like, who knows? But it sounds like the rumors that I've heard are that they are going to offer him something to mm-hmm. try to get him to stay. But uh, yeah. but offers might come from elsewhere. So what do you think? You think Freddie's staying? I think he's going to stay at probably. I mean, either. I mean, I, I it's... There's no way to know, to be honest. Like, well, of course, I, there's no yeah. way you know, like what Freddie's thinking. Like, no, maybe he, maybe like for all we know, he could want out of Toronto. Yeah, like maybe, yeah, maybe the fans, maybe negativity is getting to him and he wants out, or maybe yeah. like I, like I've never even like I haven't seen much Freddie hate. Like I've seen a little bit of it, yeah. But overall, like he seems like he seems to like Toronto, but I mean, I think if a yeah. team is going to offer him more money. And we are. He's gladly going to take it. Yeah, but the Raptors, but the Raptors will have an opportunity to offer him something similar or more. You know. Yeah. So, is it all? I mean, he probably. I mean, I, I think guys have a lot of different considerations as they get older, and he's not like he's not that old. But you want the longer term deal, or do you want the big big paycheck for a, like more money up front for a shorter deal? Like, there's a lot of considerations. But is he like what? So he goes to the Rockets and what? Like, Nothing, you know. And then they, he probably makes them better. But like, does he really want to go to that kind of situation for two years? You yeah. know, is, is it's that, like he's not getting any younger. You're no, not, you're probably not going to the playoffs so for those two years. You're probably going to make that team better, and yeah, you get a big payday. But it's like, you know. But again, if he doesn't have that many options, then you know. Maybe he just maybe it's just a matter of yeah. the be, his best option is for him personally is to stay with the Raptors. Yeah, so. I think if we're going to get rid of anyone, I kind of want to get rid of Gary Trent. Well, he's on the team next year because yeah, I'm saying trade. Yeah, yeah, or like, but again, he's we're not getting a big we're not getting a big package for him. Like the only two big pieces we can move that are could conceivably get us a lot coming back our siakam and freddie well if if someone or really Scotty, wants to offer us for og yeah. like something yeah good. og of course i shouldn't i should I, og is also there um and he but again i think it's like he seems i i, I don't know it's it's just one of those things there were offers made for og and we were like no he's better than that like we're not taking some crappy trade because the thing is, the difference is too, like, we're, if if we're like, oh, we can't win now with this team, then we want more, right? Yeah. I think we should honestly run it back because I, I think there's a playoff run still, like, I think Masai thinks this. Masai, like, has, you know, the entire, the entire Raptors organization, organization has so much trust in Masai. He's done some great things and he's like yeah. one of the best GMs in the league yeah. so I think he trusts the group of guys we have I think we could do I think there is a playoff run with the set of guys left I think so too I think like yeah I mean no I no one's expecting the Raptors to pull some like Cinderella you know Miami Heat type move but they could finish if they if they're healthy they could finish better and if the bench seemingly might even be a little bit better if a few things go right and the bench is a little bit better and we take a little pressure off guys like Freddie on Siakam minutes-wise and we can put together some more balanced games, then maybe we will will be better. Yeah. 
Like, I just, like, it's just a batch. Can we just target a couple, like, pretty solid free agents? Do we still have Otto Porter? Yeah. Was yeah. It's like, and also, if, if, if our guys healthy. actually play the way they're supposed to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We should be really good. We do have Otto Porter still. Um, what? It's are... easy to forget because he was basically, like, fully out all season, right? Yeah. You know, and that's that's rough, you know, when you just have a guy that won a championship yeah. and then they they got the perfect window, the Golden State, out of him where he was healthy and then he came to the Raptors and just immediately hurt again. Yeah. So, you know, you can't control all that stuff. But, yeah, I'm fine if they keep it more or less together. Also, let's remember, like, we didn't have the true big man before and now we do. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah, Pirtle. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about Pirtle. So... We have a lot of guys. We're going to have to figure out who the starting lineup is. That's going to be a big thing. Yeah. And OG might be really upset if he's not a starter. If he doesn't get, yeah, almost certainly. If he doesn't get a lot of touches. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm. it is enough of a different look going into this season and a different kind of, and there's a different power balance too in the East. So I don't know. It's going to be, it's really weird. It's going to be interesting. Do you think, oh yeah, here's one last thing we'll talk about. The Dame rumors, like it's all weird from what I've heard. It's like some some are saying he wants to stay in Portland, but he wants to see what they're going to do. Blah 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 blah. Do you think Dame st- stays in Portland, or does, and if not, where do you think he's going, Marky? I mean, I think he's staying in Portland. Yeah, I think he he's like pushing for the Trailblazers to make some trades and get something happening. Yeah, maybe hopefully he I I get he might he probably has faith in Scoot. Yeah, if Scoot can come in and be like, and just and be like a great player, then yeah. by all means, I mean, Portland should should be at least I'm thinking like an eight seed or something. I don't see them yeah. being that much better than that. But are they there, can't make. It I mean, there. they have other great play, like good play, good young players like Simons and yeah, and, uh, what's his name? Um, Shade on, Shade on Sharp. I still don't like. I, honestly, I still don't think they're. They don't have enough. But that's, I mean, they're too young. No, they're, they're not. It's yeah, not no. it's exactly. Like, and it's like the problem is it's not a win now yeah. team. Even yeah. with like, you can't put that pressure on a rookie. It's like you're the difference to make us contender. Like that's not. Yeah. That's not going to be it. So mm. they're going to have to bring somebody in. Like the rumors that I've heard too about him leaving is him going to the Heat, which yeah, suddenly. Be, you know, yeah. For who? Like for who though? Like just to have enough, just have a swap. Like, I think it would be Heat. They'd probably get maybe they they deal Struess or something, yeah. and, or Struess and uh, and um, who, what's his name? Oladipo. Uh, no, no, a Tyler Hero or something like that. It would have to be like a yeah. They'd have hero to get, and like yeah, they need Hero. Probably. You know, somebody, somebody, somebody big, yeah. and and like that Hero's like you know, a starter in the NBA. You know. Yeah. Um, some package like that with hero and somebody else. Um, and then, oh. and then Dame goes and then obviously Portland like, commits to a rebuild. And a yeah. But then like thing. Portland is like overloaded with guards. Like yeah. it's just insane how many like guards they would have. Yeah. But again, that would, that's more just like they would just have to get that high value players to trade or yeah. Again, a rebuild. Yeah. At that point, they're saying we're rebuilding. Like we're going with youth. We're going to change this team. Yeah. They just want high value players. But forget about what the terms of the deal are. Like I think that's. I mean, imagine Miami coming like this year yeah. with Dame as the point guard, and and now I guess that means Jimmy's number two or whatever. And like that look is p- pretty scary. Honestly, I think it's. 
a better move. Like, I think that Portland should stop, like, wanting Lillard that much. Like, mm. why can't, why don't they start and try and trade him? Like, do they, do they really think that Dame is going to win them a championship with the rest of their team? If they make, like, a yeah. big trade and get tons of guys, and now they got all these young guys they can rebuild with. Like, is that, I think like, I think there's other considerations though because at the end of the day, a star player like Dame like sells tickets. You know what I mean? Like that's what gets people in the building. Yeah, and you know that's what gets the casual basketball fans in the building and 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 the attention on the team and sells the merch. All those other cons- like add-on type stuff, where it's like the average sports fan who's maybe not hardcore into basketball isn't kind of tunes out. You know, if there's not a superstar on the team, right? So not, I'm not saying that's the only factor, but it is a factor. And so I think it's hard for them. Like, I think if they could wave a magic wand, there's like some perfect trade out there that just may, does make them better. Like say they could bring Siakam, say they could, or, or, you know, or some, yeah, a wing or, uh, you know, um, like a superstar center or something to that yeah. team. Like maybe, you know, a couple, but it's like they don't have... Maybe they just don't have enough to, 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 to trade. They'd have to get rid of all their young guys and picks. Yeah, like they have to trade Simons and like... Simons. And who else on the team? Who's all the, the other star on the team? They have Nurkic. Yeah. Who, where, who does Jeremy Grant play for? The Blazers, I believe. Oh, yeah, you're right. He is on the yeah. Blazers. So, I mean, he's a pretty okay. good player. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Injury prone. Yeah. Anyway, well... Yeah, it'd be interesting to see. I would like to see Dame on a good team, but you know what? Not everybody gets to win an NBA championship, and that's what makes it special, right? Yeah. Um, so we're not going to do trivia for our final um, uh, for our final episode, but I am going to say that um, even though it's our final episode, I've said it in the past, there are going to be you know some bits that we drop over the summer, like kind of like bonus episodes, short episodes, different themed episodes. And one, and one of the ones is going to be, or maybe more than one, I'm going to bundle together some of our uh, trivia from this past season because um, there were some really interesting <clears throat> trivia questions I think that we, we tackled. So I'm going to put out a couple special trivia episode, episodes. And uh, yeah, we're going to talk, one of the episodes that Canadian listen, listeners are going to look forward to, we're going to talk about the the 2024 Olympics and the Canadian team and the other teams. We're going to talk about, um, you know, basically different, different themes in basketball, how to make the NBA better, all sorts of stuff. But, um, I just want to thank our listeners, the people who've stuck with us. Um, it's our 37th episode. We've been here every week, um, for the whole season. And, uh, it's, it's, it's a privilege to have any listeners at all. And some, I know some of you out there have actually listened to every last, uh, one of our episodes. Thank you very much. Um, we're going to try to come back next season, bigger and better. Um, we're going to, we're going to try to find a way to boost our listenership and we might, we might be on a network. We might just find some, um, other, other people to help us, um, maybe a sponsor or somebody, uh, that can help us find a broader audience, um, but just wanted to thank you all. This was our, you know, our first time doing a podcast and we, and we, I think we did a pretty good job. So I'd like to thank um, our listeners again. I also like to thank Marky Man and Spency G for uh, helping me learn a lot about uh, basketball. You didn't help me win my fantasy pool, but <laughs> I very early on, even though it's in the part of the opening theme of the show, very early on, I, I realized I didn't care that much about <laughs> the yeah. fantasy 
team of the fantasy pool to begin with. And uh, really, yeah. it's just been fun to talk basketball and, and learn a lot. Did you guys have fun doing this podcast for the season? Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you? Do you feel like talking about it and actually saying your opinions out loud helps you understand the game better? Yeah, for sure. Some aspects of it. Yeah, I mean, it's it, it's. I find one a great way to learn things is to articulate your thoughts, to actually mm-hmm. organize them and say them out loud, and know that they're going to be listened to by others. It's a way to really um, you mm-hmm. actually find out what your own opinions are. Yeah, you know, because um, it's easy to just be a passive uh, fan, but it's hard to. Uh, make predictions anyways that'll do it for the 2022-2023 season so uh we'll see you over the summer a little bit uh but we'll also see you next year see uh, ya. bye i got nothing else to say